theyeshiva.net. So in summation, the Kuda that we learned last year was in the, contrad- in the apparent contradiction in Tyrus Hanister and Primi Satyra and Kabbalah between the two structures of the spheres, which translate in two major differences that the Balatanya explored. Difference number one about the nature of Das and difference number two about the nature of Midas. Difference number one was that in the first system, Das is under Chachma and Bina and brings that down into Chesed and Gvura into the Midas. Where in the second system, Das is not Makabal from Chachma and Bina. Das is Makabal directly from Keser. That was number one. Number two is about the Midas. In system number one, the Midas are born, they emerge from Chachma and Bina and Das, because each sphere is below the one above it, which represents an evolution, a hishtalshalus, one to the other, where one emerges like a child that is born from the mother, who was born from her mother, who came from her mother and father, all the way back to uh, the first parents, the first set of parents. Where in the second system, the Midas have a direct relationship with Keser. Not all the Midas are connected necessarily to Chachma and Bina, although some are under the column of Chachma and Bina, but actually the middle column is not under Chachma and Bina. And the middle column is the center, which combines both, which means the Midas are connected directly to Das, which is connected to Keser, which is a completely different system. The Balatanya said it's not a real contradiction. Not that it's not a real contradiction, that there's place for each, they're both true. Because for this you have to understand that there's two types of Das, Das Elyon and Das Tachta. Das Elyon, which means the higher Das, channels Keser and synthesizes Chochma and Bina and then Keser and Gvura through Keser. The middle column synthesizes the right and the left column, it's in the middle. So Das, through Keser, synthesizes both Chochma and Bina, Keser and Gvura, that's Das Elyon. Das Tachten is a lower level of Das, which receives from Chachma and Bina, and then channels it into Chesed and Gvur. That's number one. Number two, there are two types of Midas. Just like there's two types of Das, the two types of Das result in two different types of Midas. The first is Midas, that their main is their primary entity, existence, is from Chachma and Bina. As he says, you see by a person, that the Midas are based on the Seichel, as he puts it. Seichel is that which gives birth to the Midas, to the experience of the Midas, which is why you can't compare a child's Midas to an adult's Midas. And as we explained at length on this level of understanding, which also has many layers of understanding, but on the most basic level of understanding, how uh, every single Midas, every single experience that a person has emotionally is always preceded by a certain seichel that gave birth to it. We discussed at length the comparison of parents to children and how to deal with children. So that's one type of me. Then he goes Vahabes, the second. Yutes Ahmed, Yutes Ahmed Beis, Yutes column 2, page 37. The first paragraph, close to the end of it. Vahabes, the second. Which means that 
that are rooted in a space that is beyond Seichel. Although it comes out through Seichel, it's not born from Seichel. The first one he said, the Midas are born. Seichel take credit for them. They're like the parents. They're, they are the progenitors. They gave birth to these Midas. Meaning the Midas, their entire Mitzias emerged from the parents, like a child. The fetus is developed from the egg and the seed of mommy and tati. And uh, and that's how they come out. But then there's middas that are rooted in a place that's completely beyond the father and the mother, beyond Seichel. In other words, Seichel is not the father and the mother, even though they may come through them. As it says in Raya Mehemna, there's an expression in Raya Mehemna, which is a section of the Zoya, traditionally said by Raya Mehemna, the faithful shepherd, Moshe Rabbeinu. These are the words. The Ze'er Ampin, or Za, Pa'atike, Achid, Vitalia, Chulik, Moshe Kosov, Ba'ariches, Ba'makamach. Ze'er Ampin, which literally means the small face, is unified and dependent, connected, to what we call Atik, which just to translate the words without getting involved in the meaning of the words at this moment, Ze'er Ampen is the usual expression for the Midas, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, Netzach, in all of the writings of Nister, of Kabbalah and Chesedis are called Ze'er Ampen, which means literally a small face or a diminished face or a face in miniature. We'll see why that interesting name for Midas, a face in miniature, Ze'er Ampen means, an Ampen in Aramaic is a face, like Ponim, and Ze'er in Aramaic means small, diminished. So this Za, which are the Midas, Ba'atika Achet Vitalia, is connected and unified, it's unified and connected, it's Talui. Achet means Echel, Achdus, and Talia from the word Talui, connected, like hanging, so to speak. It's like a, like a like a vine on Eshkel, a cluster of grapes that hangs from the vine. It's unified in the source, and it's Talia. It hangs, it's connected to it. In what Atik? Which Atik is, again, the expression for what we call Keser. That's the point, that Zah, which are Midis, are connected. Not the Chachman Bina. That's just, that's just maybe how it comes out. But they come from a place that's completely beyond Chachman Bina, Atik, which is the expression of Keser. Just saying, Keser itself, there are two dimensions in Kabbalah. One is called Atik, one is called Arich. Arich Ampen, actually, the long face. <laughs> like, the contrast is Eir Ampen. And Atik is the Pnimius of Keser, which means the higher level of Keser, which we will explain. And Midas are connected to Atik. That's what the, the word Atik. The word Atik is termed Daniel. The prophet Daniel is the Sefer Daniel has an expression about Hashem, he calls him Atik Yoimen. Atik Yoimen. Atik means a few things. One is literal interpretation, the ancient one, the ancient one. Atik Yoimen. That's where the word Atik comes, it's an expression of Tanakh in Daniel. Huh? Atik Yoimen. Yasev Levushe Kislat Chivres Areshek Hamar Naka. Which means the Atik Yoimen, the ancient one of days, sits, his garment is like white snow, and his hair white wool. This is an expression in Daniel. Umayata, once we established that there are two states of Das and there are two states of Midas, interesting expression. Both dimensions of Seder Ishtal 
will be able to be explained. Al-Nochin, which means in, in a proper way, it fits in. Now it could make sense. The second system that we discussed, where there are three columns, that addresses the Midas, that their primary existence doesn't come from Rather, those Midas come from Keser, which is above Chachmam. That's what the Zoya says. <laughs> this is the idea that Midas are rooted in Atik, which is the name for Keser. And this always comes out through the higher level of Das. Which this Das again is not coming from Chachma and Bina, but coming from Keser. It's in the middle column right under Keser. On the contrary, this Das is what unifies and connects Chachma and Bina, which are on the right and on the left. The middle column integrates them. Which means that in this dimension, in this picture, Da stands between Chachma and Bin and under Keser. So for the picture, it would be easier not to make a segel, but just to make three columns, literally. And on the top, you have Keser. Under Keser, in the middle column, you have Das. On the right, you'll have Chachma. the left, you have Bin. And Das is, 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 is connecting them, is synthesizing them. This is Das Elyon, the higher Das. And which ultimately, from here will also come Midas, that come from Keser through Das, and that's why the Midas are not necessarily connected to Chachma and Bina. You have Teferis, you have Yisoid, which are in the middle, and Teferis is Makabal straight from Das, which is Makabal from Keser, and that connects Keser and Gvura, and then Yisoid connects Netzach and Hoid. In other words, there's a different Das and a different type of Midas. Mashen can say there are Aleph, the first system in Kabbalah, that is addressing Midas, that the Metzius comes only from Seich. And it emerges through Das Tacht in the lower Das, which extends in the Midas, and brings to them the light of Chachman Bin. This is the Das Tacht, which receives from Chachman Bin and not from Keser. This is the hierarchy of the spheres where one is below the other. You have Keser under it, Chachman under it, Bina under it, Das under it, Keser under it, Vura. And there is a clear system where Das receives from Chachma and Bina, and Das will give to the Midas, and the Midas clearly come from Chachma and Bina through Das. It's a different type of Midas and a different type of Das. And this is how he creates the infrastructure or the, the context to be able to understand why there are two systems in Seder which he began earlier to understand the whole idea of Chachma Yibana Bayis, Besvuna Yiskainan, Ubedas. Ubedas Yimolun Kolachadorim Bahoin Yokar, which was the explanation of him Yitin Ishes Kol Hoin Beisay Baava Bois Yefuzuloi Hoin Beisay referring to the Das, the Yokar, the Tainug of Taira, which Rifke accesses from the wellspring. This is all the beginning of the explanation in order to understand it. <laughs> Understand all of this with more beer. This is, so to speak, more the facts. Like, okay, this is the setup. But to understand this with more beer, so you have to understand what's das. That helps. First, we have to understand what das tachten is. It'll always be easier. 
some people can go from the higher to the lower, but most you start with the lower, then from the lower you can trace back to the higher. So first we'll explain Das Tacht. And from there we'll understand more Das Elyon because it's ultimately also Das, it's just a different level of Das. In these two systems, the yeah. Das is different in both systems or the same? Different. In the yeah, one system, it's das. Das Elion twice and das Tatnon twice. No, no. Each of the systems, you're addressing a different level of das, so the system becomes different. But I'm saying here, you're discussing das now on through two different systems. Yeah. So the das in one system is different than das in the other system. So to speak, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We already explained that the main birth of the Midas is always from Chachma and Bina. Every Midah has a parent. Just like every child has a parent. Okay, so you ask your question. You have a father and a mother. Where do you have? Thinking of Das, yeah. Good. Biologically, where is it when you have a father and a mother, right? Right, so for a father and a mother to give birth, they also have to have das. That's his question. Your word, those are the questions. We just said that midas come from Chachm and Binna, so where does das come in? We know biologically you have a father and you have a mother. The father makes his contribution, and the mother makes her sacrifice. <laughs> right? One gives a contribution, and one uh, does more than a contribution. And Chachma uh, Bina is called Abba and Ima, like he said earlier, the father and the mother. The father gives the Nekuda, which is like the tipa, the Nekuda of the child, which microscopically that tipa has everything in it. But without the mother... It's it's not going anywhere because it's so tiny, it's microscopic, even though potential, it has everything, it needs to be absorbed. It has to be a macabre that takes it in. It has to be fertilized. It has to become muksher to become something. And then it's conceived, which means absorbed. It is a chibur and it's fertilized and nurtured. And then an embryo, uh, what we call a vlad, the tiny little fetus can emerge with that synthesis of those two kaychas and slowly be developed from stage to stage to stage each week, more each day and each week and each hour really, gets developed until after nine months where you have Bezer Hashem, a full-fledged fetus that's ready to emerge into the real world. That process is a complicated process. It's a miraculous process. It defies the imagination. I'm speaking physically, biologically. You know that every single human being, every single creature living in the world, went through that process. What uh, what it really is, right? But like everything in the physical world, it comes from a spiritual process, which is then reflected in the physical process. So you have, you said that the Midas emerged from Chachman bin. Every Midah has an awareness that precedes it, that gave birth to it, that it emer- emerges from it. And as we explained at length, what this means on a very practical level is that a person has to be able to own, take ownership over their emotions, 
take responsibility for it. Responsibility doesn't mean that I can fix it. Responsibility just means awareness of where it comes from. When we hear the word ownership and responsibility, I think it confused a few people because they're used to the word ownership and responsibility in terms of control. An master owns, right? I think somebody got confused there. Ownership, you didn't understand what I was saying. Ownership doesn't mean control. We used to ownership, I own you. Ich bin dein Balabas. I'll tell you where to walk and where to look and where to sit and how to think. Can't do that with your kids. I mean, you could try to do it when they're a young age, but it's ineffective because they're growing older. Unless you're going to destroy them. If you destroy them, then you could do it for the rest of their lives. Then it's fine. But for that, you could have just bought a robot in the store. You didn't have to make a child. You could buy a computer, call your computer your child. It doesn't have pchinen. Oh, we'll go to shul with you. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, it will do. But to have a personality who's separate, you can't own in the sense, because owning is very short term. You need to influence it. You need to mold it. You need to inspire it. So when we say ownership here, it doesn't mean ownership that I can dictate it and control it. But ownership, or when I say I take responsibility, I take responsibility doesn't mean I take responsibility that I can go like this and it's gone. But I take responsibility to become aware of what are the realities that are giving birth to these emotions. And that awareness, as we said, that awareness is critical. Because what that awareness allows is, it allows me to focus inward rather than outward. If I, if I don't have that awareness, it's always about you. You're the impossible one. I'm, of course, righteous. When I have the awareness of that, what, it, what is the father and mother giving birth to it, then ultimately, I can one day make choices. I can one day make havdalah. I can make choices. Imein das. Havdalah minayin, because I could see clearly what are the notions, what are the yisoidus, what are the fathers and the mothers that is the tata from their kin. Who is the father and mother? And we explained at length, I think, a very important idea about the difference of judging children and educating children. You don't judge a child. Crybaby, stupid crybaby. I once heard somebody do it. Don't be a stupid crybaby, a little kid. We never do that. That's it's, it's senseless and ridiculous and cruel too. But we don't worship it either. We don't worship... A baby says, take me to the hospital, I'm, I'm dying. You don't right away call Hatzalah. You first check out the wound. The baby stubs a finger and says, take me to the hospital. You don't right away call the ambulance. But you don't scream at him. Stop screaming in this house. Stop crying. There's no room for crying in this house. You have to be an adult. You have to be, when you become 20, when you're three years old, it's a very painful experience because you never had time to process anything. So you don't judge, but you also don't worship. Rather, there's a curiosity there. But you have to appreciate the fact that it comes from some. Everything comes from somewhere. That means there's no emotion in the world. There's no experience in the world that's not preceded by a father and a mother by Chachma and Bina. The Shaila is where does Das come in? How does an infant have emotions that has no awareness? <coughs> well, First of all, there's two types of emotions, as we'll see. And second of all, the person, what do you touch? Awareness. There's different levels of awareness, right? Emotions from pain, you don't need awareness. From physical pain. You want to know if physical pain are called emotions. 
I don't think that's what he means by midaser. So betzorich lahavim pchinas das mahom meshamish. What is the role of das? Hadas. These are critical words. Hadas bechol mokim who mepchina hapnimis. In every situation, wherever you're going to talk about das, it's always going to be mepchina hapnimis. Das is rooted in pnimis. Das comes from the world of pnimis. And this is in contrast to other things. Other things could be mepchina hachitzaynis. Das is always identifying the pnimis. The word das equals pnimis. Whenever you, das bechol whatever it's going to be, mean means das alien, das tachten, das in one world, das in another world. Wherever you come to the word, world and word of das, you go into the world of pnimis. What's pshat the world of pnimis? Not the outer side, not the outer side of things, but the inner side of things. Kamoi kein kam. Pchinas hadas das tachte hamispashet b'toich hamidus who pnimius hamidus. The das in the midus means you're getting to the pnimius of the midus. When you say das comes into the midus, what does it mean? The words are just the words are really just pictures to, to explain an idea. The das hamispashet hamidus means getting to the pnimius of the midus, meaning shol tachlis habidur shalom, which means their ultimate clarity. To be able to see what is inside, to be able to see Klara Royce, the pnimius of every middah. Every single middah, every experience has an outer shell. And when you don't have das, that's all you see. The das allows you to see what is innovanic. It's like the x-ray, but not just a physical x-ray, an x-ray that goes through and through to be able to see the mechanism. And the energy, the chios that vibrates within the middah. MRI. Huh? The MRI, yeah. MRI, the middus. <laughs> yeah, of the middus. Yeah. Yeah. MRI. Midas revealed inside. Midas revealed inside. Very good. MRI. Gewaldic. Gewaldic. That's the only way you could do a bitter. Bitter here from the word borer, clarity, and bitter from the word boirer. Like in Hilcha Shabbos, to select, to sift out. Havdala. You can't do boirer without pnimius. All birur comes through pnimius. Because without pnimius, confusion is allowed. Confusion is warranted. What's the connection? Ki adas hainu iskashas. Because das, another way of defining das is iskashas. Iskashas means connection. The word kesher. Liksar, connect, bond. And like a knot, it's called a kesher. In Hilcha Shabbos, again, we have kosher, right? Nodding. Das is iskashos. We see this immediately the first time when the Torah introduces Adam and Chava. The first definition that's used for their relationship is Vaha Adam Yoda es Adam nu Chava. And what's the next, the next words? And as a result of that, Chava conceives a child and she gives birth to Kayin. She gives birth to Hevel. That means Yoda doesn't mean Adam knew her. He read about her in Wikipedia. Or he got a resume from the Shatchan about Chava. Hashem sent him a resume. Yoda here means he knew her intimately. Yoda is actually a euphemism for his kashlus, for zivuk, for the intimacy of Adam and Chava. 
But it's interesting, the Torah could have used other words, like it uses later on in Chumash. There's plenty of words that are used much more clear. We learned before Yitzchak Mitzachik, and later in Chumash, especially in Achari Mois and Gdash, we have all the expressions. Whether it's Gilu Yervor, it's Shchiva, whatever it is, the Torah uses clearly. But here the word is Yoda. Because it works on two levels. It's physical, but physical intimacy is always a result of spiritual intimacy. Real physical intimacy, let's talk about that. Is Real is always about Yoda. It's not all, it's knowing the other person. Knowing the other person, and that means the other person has to let you know them. They don't let you know them, you don't know them. You know them only b'chitsayimis, not b'pnimis. And you have to let yourself be known to them. In other words, it's extremely vulnerable. It's called real connection. Intimate connection. Intimacy is into me see. So I have to let you see into me. The pnimis. Why is it called Vadam Yodas Chava? Because there's also two types of knowledge. There's a knowledge that I know you Bichitsainius, and there's a knowledge which is Yidiya, which is Lashin Iskashmas. It's a different type, as he's going to explain. So when you say Das brings Chachma and Bin into Midas, now he's not going to use the word Das anymore. That's always very important to be able to strip a concept from the term and discuss the idea. So what does he say? Another another way of saying it is, what is Das? Das is Hiskashus Pchidus Chachma Bin Midas. When Chachma Bin really connect to the Midas, when you can identify the connection of the father and mother to the child, when you could see the connection, that's what das is. Das is his kashos. Without das, the fa- the child is running around, and where is the tata? <laughs> you know, the kid in shoulder always looking for the father, right? So that's what happens emotionally to us. We're children running around, we're looking for our father, we're looking for the mother. Who's the father of these emotions? Who's the mother of these emotions? They're very overwhelming, I can't deal with them. I'm afraid of my child because I don't know the father and the mother. You know, when people see that a child has a father and a mother, even if the child is tantruming, everybody's relaxed. So, oh, mama, there's a mother, it's fine. But kid could be screaming and having a tantrum. Yeah, they say that there was uh, somebody was in Costco and there was a yidir with a vegala. With a vegala, he was going with a, with a wagon, a lot, a lot of food, and there was a child also. The child was screaming and throwing and then like children know how to do in Dafka and Kasko and Mekai and this father kept on saying David, don't worry, we're coming home soon we're coming home soon, we're going home don't worry, another few minutes and this is going on, so Heverman goes over to him and says, I'm is blown away by you the, 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 the sensitivity to your son David I mean, are you speaking this whole time? He says, no, David is me <laughs> 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 so, so when we when we see Satifa Maisa, Satifa Maisa. So <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> so when we see this child tantruming, you see a father and a mother. Everyone is good on a plane. You go on a plane, kids. As long as you have a family, Baruch Hashem, Aminyan. And they decide at that moment <coughs> to make a simchas and to put him during takeoff or during landing. The flight attendants are already after a meltdown, and the people are after a meltdown, and the shechinim are after a meltdown. 
But there's a father and a mother, and if it's a healthy, everyone is relaxed. What, 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 what we can deal with is, you see a child in the street, tantruming, and there's no connection. There's nobody to take ownership. Ownership, not in the sense of dictatorship. Ownership is, this is mine. I'm good. It's fine. It's fine. That's what three-year-olds do. That's what two-year-olds do. In fact, that's what 40-year-olds also do. They're just scared to scream. That's why some people go to certain places. They could scream it out. <laughs> but uh, but it's the same Nakuda. It's really the same Nakuda. What does this mean in a person's life? The same thing. The Midas could be running around. Where's the father and mother? If there's a father and a mother... It's almost like you, you yeah, okay. you, you're tantruming, you're tantruming, fine. That's fine. You, nothing is gonna happen. There's a father and a mother. There's a certain awareness that's in me, and it got triggered for whatever reason. And this may be a set of premises and ideas that I have, who knows how long. And when I see this or I hear this, there's an explosion, there's an absolute tantrum of, uh, of, uh, of emotion. But there's a father and a mother there, automatically, I can create space for it. I can respect it. I can let it be. I don't have to amputate it. I don't have to deny it. The challenge is when there's no father and there's no mother, because we are afraid of ourselves. I'm afraid of my emotions. I'm frightened. I'm afraid of my child. So what do I do? What do parents who are afraid of their children do? They go upstairs. That they do. He locks himself up in his office. He locks himself up in the way. Why is he locking himself up in the office? I can't deal with him. In other words, what am I doing? I have to run away because it's too intense. It's too overwhelming. It's too ferocious. So therefore, I run. Either I run physically or I run emotionally. And the child is left alone. It's the worst mistake somebody can do. And we do this to ourselves. You don't have to run. Be present. Zaya tata, zaya mama. So chachma and bina, in the midst, that's called iskashos, to connect the two. That's what the role of das is. Machmas iskashos, because chachma bina metoycha midis, mevarin umavdil bintoyvira. This is what allows somebody to make havdolin, to make choices between toyvira, meaning, shalaitiyena hamidis moravis toyvira. A person could now identify and take responsibility for the mid. I may not right away be able to get rid of every ra. I don't immediately mature and become an adult. But I could be aware and say, this is toiv, this is ra. What's the definition of toiv and ra? Very important. Everyone says toiv is good, ra is evil. I told you once, ra doesn't mean evil. Ra also means evil. The word ra in Lashon Kodesh means what? In Babakama, you'll have in Perikakoinus Koisel Ra'ua. Anybody remembers? Koisel Ra'ua. What is Koisel Ra'ua? A weak, a shaky wall, a broken wall. In, in Koihelis, you have Ra'isi Kola Maisim Shenasim Tachas Hashemesh Hakoil Hevel Muru'us Ruach. Resh Ayin Vav Sov. And Tanya says that's the source of Ra, which means brokenness. Or unstable, brokenness, fragmented. Toivira means I can identify which midas are coming from a broken place and which midas are coming from a wholesome place. That's what Havdalah's Toivira in the beginning means. 
I can identify and say, this is coming from a brokenness in me. I may not be able to get rid of it. But if I could make that havdalah, then these middas, I don't have to worship, I don't have to embrace, I don't have to start owning them as my own, meaning that this is how I want to live. This is who I am, this is what I want to go with. I have it, fine, I have brokenness in me. Life breaks all people. Some people know how to live in broken places better than others. But if I can identify the toiv and the ra, that's where das comes in. For that, you need to be able to connect the av and the aid to the midas. If you don't connect the two, you'll never be able to see it. The midas just become overwhelming and they take over. Because midas, by nature will be mixed. There'll be a lot of different stuff going on, a lot, a lot of different emotions going on. And that's why from the middas there can be all types of yinikas. Yinikas achitzayin means the nurturing of the external forces. Kamoy, an example, would be Avram, Shehatzim, and Yishma. Here names and ideas always connect because they're just parables and metaphors. Avram, the Gemara says, Yatsum and Yishmael, Yishmael comes from him. Again, not only talking about the physical Avram and the physical Yishmael, we're talking the concept. Avram is Amida, and Yishmael could be Yoinik, he could get all of his nurture from Avram. Kamaikin, Bavaydis Hashem, you see this in Avaydis Hashem, people who serve Hashem. Mitchinis is spy Avavis, Bailis Kedishvayesh. A person loves. And he gets very excited, like a fire, like a flam fire. We're talking about a serious person. He's in the middle of davening. And during davening, he meditates and contemplates on the truth of Hashem. And this creates a passion in him. And then after davening, he meets somebody that's not living up. Huh? Okay, but here it's more. Somebody who doesn't live up to his standard and suddenly he gets angry and the Balatanya says that anger is being fueled from the passion of davening. The Avas Hashem and davening when he comes home is translated into anger towards his wife or towards his children. The same passion. If he wouldn't have been passionate, he wouldn't have had this passion. What's happening here? This Taruvas, complete Taruvas of Toivana, complete Taruvas. It's like blind. It becomes blinding. Because the person is, there's no real awareness. There's no real connection. Mixed. It's all mixed. A cholent. A real cholent. And in a cholent you can identify the beans from the potatoes. Here you can't even do that. Because somehow when we eat cholent we have das. For cholent. So by davening it was a gewaldike spilus. A shrine. In the Vayniker outside. The same shrying, he's screaming, whatever he's screaming. And here he's not talking to a fake person who's just screaming because, you know, for whatever reason, but it could be a, it could be a serious middah, it could be even a deeper middah. But that same thing could be translated into cast into anger. Because the impulse takes over. You have to say that already during davening there was a mixture of something alien here. What do we mean something alien here? Although it's felt extremely inspirational and wholesome and healing, if from this is translated later into anger, anger on people, I'm upset, 
And that's what it translates and it means already in the Ava, during Tefillin, the Hispilus, there was already a Tarubus, there was already a mix of brokenness. It wasn't only Toiv, it was also Ra. And that's why this very Midah translates in a different way, and that's Avram Yotzam Emena Yishmol. Sometimes from Avram, who emerges from Avram? Who can emerge Yishmol? What's the Shaykhis? Yishmol was also Chesed. Yishmol took his cue, he took his energy from Avram Avinu. The Midas of Chesed name is nurturing on the Why is that true that the Kedusha has some excitement? You'll see in a moment. She'im If during Tefillah was only a Lakos, Shogili Eir Hashem al Nafshi Bashasat Tefillah was Trad Alakos, he tightens up. That the Eir Hashem was revealed on his soul during Davening. May I embark on the Kas Vikadoyma? He says, I don't mean kas, any similar. Where do you come after Shubchinas Yenikas Achitsoinim? Kenoida Sheen Yenikas Achitsoinim, Rat Mubchinas Achirayim, the Shemel Akim Shalin Yemchinas Ahastor. Yenikas Achitsoinim, the nurturing of the external forces could only happen from what's called the Achirayim, the hind part of the name of Akim. In other words, there is a Hester, there is some type of blockage. The fact that there's Yenikas Achitsoinim means already. That there's something in here that's allowing the parasite to take to take its nurture, to take its energy. I have to be responsible for that too, for the inigasachitzayinim. Meaning, it's not fully protected. It's not fully uh, the immune system is compromised. It's not, of course, if you're dealing with chitzayinim that have pchira, yeah, people can choose to do what they want. They can take any energy and do what they want. But he's saying here there's already some type of concealment in the source, and therefore the chitzayinim could be yoyim. And because of that, because of that, one has to have the das, the connection of the chachma and binna in the midas. And this allows for there to be able to be a havdalah between toiv and ra. Huh? I don't see that connection. Why does it have to be Das? He says Das is the Hiskashos, is the connection of Chachma and Dina in the Midas, meaning that one can identify the Pnimius of the Midas, the core, the inside of the Midas, and when one can see that, one can always identify and distinguish between the Taiv of the Middah and the Ra of the Middah, where the two are mixed up. That's the word. And that always comes from Das, which is Pnimius, and that's why Chachma and Bin are not enough if there's no connection to it. One, one aspect of this is when we speak about Das, and we say Das is Pinimius. We'll see it in another angle, but it's, it's all connected. Wherever you speak about Das, as he says, a Yisoid, Das Bechal Mokimu Bchinas Hapnimis. 
Das is not yet a midah, right? Das is still Chachma Bina Das. It's part of Seichel. But it's after Chachma and Bina. The Das Tachten is after Chachma and Bina. There was a Chassid of the Tzamech Tzedek. His name was uh, Some say it was a grandson of the Balatanya. His name was Reb Michal Bliner. Reb Michal, they called him Reb Michal the Alter. Reb Michal the Old One. So there's a Yid who lived in Italy, in Australia, and in Italy there was a Reb Perlov, Reb Mordechai Perlov. He wrote a Sefer called Lakute Sipurim. He wrote stories that he heard as a Bacha. He learned in time Chetmimim in the city of Lubavitch by the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Lubavitch Rebbe. And he writes there a story that he heard from Reb Michal Bliner who was already an older chassid, but he was a bacher from the Tzamech Tzedek, and he was teaching them about Das. So he told them a story to illustrate the Indian of Das. And Michal Blina said that in the olden days, in the Shtetlach, there were Yeshuvnikas. Yeshuvnikas were Jews who lived in little villages, not in larger towns or cities, and therefore they didn't have communities. They also didn't have access to teachers. But they were raising children, so they would hire a malamed to move into them, and he would stay with them for a few months. And then he would go home a few times a year. You know how people lived, it was far from simple. Going for Pesach, going for Tishri. The mother would raise the kids over there when they were little, and uh, the malamed would come home a few times a year, but he needed parnosa. So a few times a year, he would come in and bring all the money he got from the Yeshuvnik to be able to support his family, and then he would go back to teach the kids of the, where they were farmers, or they owned inns, they were called Yeshuvnikas, Yidin who lived in, in Yeshuv, they were usually very simple people, because they themselves never had an education, and they hired these teachers who were more literate to uh, to educate their children. So Mechav Blina said, he told the story that there was once a Yeshuvnik, and he couldn't read, he couldn't read any language, he was an illiterate. Whatever he did for Parnassa, but he couldn't read. So his teacher, who would teach the children, had another job. He would read all the letters. Any letter that came in, he would, uh, it's like today you hire your bookkeepers, your accountants, because they read things that you, you don't know what it means. The fine print. So he would read all of his letters. Vahiyayim says that Michal, a letter arrived. And the teacher takes the letter to read it to the Yeshuvnik. And he starts reading the letter. And he's reading it, and he's reading it calmly and collectively, word for word, line by line, sentence by sentence. And in the middle of the letter, the Yeshuvnik, the Jew, faints. He faints. He cries out, he gives a geshrei, a scream, and he faints. What happened? In the letter, it was reported that his father passed away. And the teacher was reading him the letter. And he heard it. It's his father. He craved a cross. He felt for his father. He was close to his father. He cried out and he, he fainted. So Michal said, I have a question. Who had more access to the information? Who had closer access, better access? The teacher or the Yeshuvnik? Of course the teacher. Who had, who was the clerician here? The teacher. He's the one who read the letter. He could read. The other one was Clay Shaney. He got the information through the teacher. The teacher? Next. And the Yeshuvnik went crazy. He fainted. Why? So he said, in Yiddish, he said, because it's his father. For the Malamed, it's not his father. A person passed away, okay? It's unfortunate. For the Yeshuvnik, it's my father. 
that made all the difference. So the Rebbe, the Lubavitch Rebbe, said over the story when it was printed, Tavshim Chafei, 1965, Yud He said over the story that he got the Sefer from Rabbi Perlov, Matar Omar Dechabu, he said over the whole story. And then he added, and he said, and when the Rebbe added this, he started to cry publicly at the Fabreng, and he started to cry. He said that there's two people, he was talking to, to Chassidim, who was supposed to learn Chassidus. So he said there's two types of people who learn Chassidus. There's people who learn... That has absolutely no impact. Why? Because he's not learning about his father. He's learning about somebody else's father. He says there's somebody who learns and a filt tata. It's his. And then the impact is a different one. And that's how Reb Michal Blin explained what Das is. Das is intellectual intimacy. What's that intellectual intimacy? A person could read information. You can have Chachme, you can have Bina, you can understand it perfectly. But there's no Pnimius in it. Why is there no Pnimius in it? Because there's no connection. There's no Hiskashrus. Hiskashrus doesn't yet mean I got emotional. Hiskashrus means it's real. The idea is real. It's relevance. Relevance. Yeah, a person could learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. Their whole life they learn. No relevance. There's a, a wall, a mechitza shalbarzel, between their information and their cell, their soul. There's like a, a, a partition. There's no oneness, there's no integration. There's no seamless synthesis between the person and the information. The information, the person is like a, like the Lashnat Sama Molasafra. He's basically a bookcase. <laughs> the bookcase has a lot of information inside. The bookcase doesn't change. The bookcase, that's what it is. A bookcase, a computer. What do they say? Computers are masculine because they retain enormous amounts of data, yet they remain clueless. That's a computer. A computer has more information than Google is the greatest of time. He's to the Google. Yeah. Opposite Google, yeah? That's what it is. So sometimes you have that in a person. The person has information. But the information and the eye never clicked. And that's always connected to Pneumius. It's not just a chisarin in, in behavior and morality. The Pneumius is missing. When you get to the Pneumius of something, it becomes relevant. If you deal with the chisarinius, it's not relevant necessarily. But das is the Pneumius of it. And because you touch the Pneumius... So you get it. It's like the click, the aha, the identification, the personalization. I don't only know it, I see it. It's vivid. It's real. Because it's real, it affects me. Because something that's real will affect me. Unless it's not really real. It's an idea. So you'll have a whole world... Where ideas are spoken and said and vertlach and shalashudas toiras, but you right away could feel if there's das or there's no das. Das means you stand by it. Das means there's a person behind the words. It's a mensch, ah? Huh? Yes, there's a person behind it. It's real. It's oiz It's worked through. There's an authenticity there. Not just lip service, even intellectual lip service. 
That's why he says Das is always Pnimius. Pnimius is not about quantity. It's about quality. It's how much there's connection. Your own Pnimius and the Pnimius of the idea, it goes together. The Pnimius of the idea connects to your Pnimius. Your Pnimius connects to the to the to the Pnimius of the idea. Where Chitzonius connects to Chitzonius. So that's what he was saying. The Melamed, it wasn't his father. It was a letter. He knew the letter better than the Yeshuvnik. He could show him the words. He could explain to him how it's written. He could be Medayik. He knows everything. But there's absolutely no Pnimius. In terms of, of analyzing the words and the Svarit, oh, he could do much better a job than the Malam. Malamud can't even read it. He doesn't know what it says. He doesn't know what it says. But there's nothing, uh, nothing pnimistic about it, nothing real about it. So that's why the side of Das after Chachman Binder changes everything. What's Yoda? Not just he knew Chava, he read her resume, oh, Chava is this, Chava is that, Chava is that, Chava likes apples. <laughs> what type of food does she like? Apples. The, the resume of the shidduch. Well, actually, the real thing, the apples is not to our shidduch. Chava likes a stroigim or, or wheat or, or grapes or figs. There's a shidduch. It's a daschitahoitz. Gemara and brachas, not ma'am. So Chava likes a stroigim, Chava likes wheat, Chava likes carbs. That's, that's actually more, more accurate. <laughs> And as we know, carbs is eight sadas, taivirad, biyoyma cholchememenu, moist tamas. I just realized. That's a shot of eight sadas. Every nutritionist tells it to you. Ask back to Michelle. Biyoyma cholchememenu, moist tamas. Yenetog. I'm not talking to wait a day. First you'll get depressed, lethargic, heavy, loaded. A few days you'll be dead. Not only donuts, carbs, chita. You need sa'ire, Michael Bahama. So what, ha- what happens when the, when the guy that was davening so strong and he goes home and he has kas and there's another guy who davening strong and he goes home and he has the opposite of kas so what, ha- what happens with the two? The first one was davening the second one his davening had a lot of uh, brokenness inside of it he was using God as an opium for his insecurities you understand? The second person actually embraced who he was and he wasn't using God for an opium of his insecurity. So therefore, he doesn't have to let out the repressed energy during davening on his wife. <laughs> you understood? Okay, because I didn't. <laughs> it sounded good, but I didn't understand, Mamish, what I said. But I think there's a truth to it. The first guy didn't deal with himself. God became an escape. Whenever God becomes an escape, it's going to be used for things that are ungodly. Because it's not a real relationship. I'm just trying to distract myself from the pain of myself. So I ran to God. You understand the davening was an escape. It's better than doing other things, maybe. <laughs> you can escape in other ways. It's better than some other escapes. But that itself could be taruvas toivira. Because there's no das. Das is always the honesty of it. Das is the ability to look somebody in the eyes and remain present. Das is the ability to look at an idea in the eyes and remain present. Das is always full identification. There's no fragmentation. That's why it's the middle column. The middle column is always pnimius, merkaz, going to the center, the core. Right is extroverted. It's one extreme. Left is another extreme, which each have an important role. Das is pnimius. The middle represents here, not the middle that it's not right and not left. It's a compromise. 
Das is not a compromise. Das is the primius of it. You're always looking for the core. As will be explained more, we're up to Dafyutes, right? Amud Beis, Yutes column 2, page 37, the last paragraph. After starting to explain the two types of Das, Das Alien and Das Tachten, the two types of Midas, and in order to explain this, the Balatani says we first have to discuss what Das is. First Das Tachten and then Das Alien. And he started to explain what Das is. So he now goes in to explain based on this a whole sugya, a whole story in Gemara in Masechta of Edezorid of Aleph. As usual, he quotes only a few words from the story. But because the story is dissected and analyzed so heavily now in this way, I want to learn with you the entire story so we'll be able to appreciate what the Palatania is saying. So because the copies didn't arrive, I'm going to read it from... Uh, here from the text of the Gemara, if you have it, fine, you could follow inside, if not, not. But it'll be posted uh, on the source sheets of the Yichiva.net in the Shia, so you could see it later as well. Okay, I'm going to read the Gemara. The rabbis taught, when Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma fell ill, Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma was one of the great Tanoim, the great sages of his day. And here we are dealing with the decades, the century, after the destruction of the second base Amikdash. At that time, Rome ruled most, most of the world, including, of course, the Middle East and Eretz Yisrael, Judea. They have laid waste to Yerushalayim, decimated Yerushalayim and all of Judea, Yehuda and the base Amikdash, burnt it, and uh, exiled or killed most of the Jews living there. Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma was one of the great Tanoim of the day. I mentioned in Perkeyavis, the famous story when somebody wanted to ask him to move from his location to another place. And Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma fell ill. Holoch Rabbi Chanina ben Tradion Levakre. Rabbi Chanina ben Tradion, who was a friend, a colleague, and a student of his, also one of the greatest Tanoim and sages of his day, Rabbi Chanina, the son of Tradion, went to visit Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma, who was sick. Amaloi, listen to this conversation. Abyasi ben Kismet tells to the Chanina, he says, Chanina Ochi. Chanina, my brother, he calls him Chanina, their friend, their close. He's a friend, he's a student. Chanina Ochi. Iyatu Yedei, you don't know, Sha'umazu, this nation, referring to the Roman, Roman Empire. Min Hashamayim in Lichua. They gave her kingship from heaven. Heaven is the one that coronated Rome. Heaven is the one that decided, the Rebbeinu Shalom decided that Rome should rule. Shechriva is Beisai. Look, Rome managed this Ummah, this nation, destroyed his home, the Beisamiktish, the Sarfa Sechalat, and burned his chamber, his sanctuary. Baharga is Chasidah, and murdered his pious ones, his Chasidah, his pious ones, his, his great people. The Ibda is Tuvav. And destroyed his best, the best of the best. And it still exists. After doing all of this, Rome still manages to exist. Obviously, somehow, to have such strength, to have such power, to be so ruthless and evil and barbaric and sadist, and do all of this, and yet it's still intact. It won't be intact forever, but it's still intact. Obviously, it has some divine power that God wanted to allow, wanted to allow Rome to exist. 
And here he gets to his point. And I hear rumors about you. You sit and you learn Torah. And not only that, you gather communities together. was not only learned in the privacy in a basement somewhere, in a machteris, in an underground. He would gather children, students, people, kehillas, barabim, publicly, and he would teach. The Sefer Munach Lecha and even you can't, you will, and the Sefer Torah, the Sefer, the book, stays with you, it lays in your bosom. And apparently what he means to say is, you know, there's the story of the dreidel, right? The legend about the, the, the origin of the dreidel that the kids, the children would learn. And then when the Greeks would come, they would suddenly, you know, they were playing cards, they were playing dreidel, they were having a barbecue. <laughs> apparently he's saying, it's not like you could say, I was giving a lecture on mathematics, or I was giving a lecture on... Uh, on some topic in, in, in science or Roman politics or some algorithm, it's obvious, it's apparent that you're teaching Torah, which was, of course, outlawed by the Roman emperor. So what is the Beisim and Kisma telling him? How are you ignoring this? They have power. Unfortunately, they have a lot of power. And you are defying all of their edicts. This is what I hear about you. So Reb Chanina, listen to his response. Oh my Lord, Reb Chanina ben Shadin tells Reb Yosef ben Kisma three words, min ha-shamayim From heaven, as we say in Yiddish, the Ebershtavet Rachmonasam, and this is the source, the Ebershtavet Rachmonasam. From heaven, they will have mercy. They will have compassion. What was the time? I mean, from a... He was telling Reb Chanina ben Shadin, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're endangering your life. You're endangering all the people's lives. You're ignoring what Rome is. You're ignoring its power. And it's not, we don't have to consider Rome. You see that, they, they were given power. How do you ignore this? At the stake of death. He's, he's rebuking him for living and doing something very irresponsible. So Reb Chanina tells him, Hashem will have compassion. Heaven will have compassion. Oh my Lord. Huh? Learn yourself. Learn yourself on the cover. He felt Makel Kilis Barabim is endangering his life and everybody's life, and it's not the right thing to do under these circumstances. There are the three Avedas, the three sins, that if they tell you to do it, right, you're Yava. There's a something called Xeris Hamalchus, a time of Xeris Hamalchus. Rishabekism apparently felt that he was not obligated to do this, and therefore he was just endangering his life. I'm telling you normal things. I'm telling you Dvarim Shultam, things that make sense. I'm speaking to you logic. And all you're telling me is That's not a response. It's not an adequate response. He's not debating him. He's not counter-arguing. All he's saying is they're going to have Rachmanes from heaven. What type of response to this? What type of response is this? I'm explaining to you what Rome did. Look what Hashem allowed them to do. They destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. Hargez Chassidov, Ibdes Tuvov, Sarfer Sechaloi. You see what they did. For whatever reason, this is what the Hashgach, this is what the Rebbeinah Shlalem allowed them to do. However you explain it, or you don't have an explanation. So what are you telling me? You're the exception. And he continues, he says, Tomani. 
I'd be surprised. Based on who these people are, based on their their the tyranny of these Rishoyim, if they don't take you and the Sefer Torah and burn it in fire, burn them in fire. Oh my Lord, so the conversation now gets even more difficult to understand. Oh my Lord, Ben says, Rebbe, Mani and if this happens, what's my status? What's my status? Do I get Chaya Will I get the life in the world to come? If this that you're telling me I'm going to be killed with the Sefer Torah, we'll both be burnt. Because I'm talking to you logic, you're telling me not Shemayim Yirachim. So I want to know, okay, step two. Mani l'chaya elam Do I get elam haba? Oh my loy, so Rabbi Yosef Mekisma tells him, Klum ma'isa baliyadcha? Very interesting expression. Has there been a ma'isa that came to you? Meaning, can you tell me a story about yourself? Ma'isa as a story, as an action. The word ma'isa, ma'isa awaken. Is there a story about you that came to you? Some story that occurred in your life, that came into your hands, so to speak, that occurred in your life, that you could share with me. Now he doesn't say what type of mice. He says, I want a mice. What type of mice does he want? He's answering the question, am I going to get a lamhaba? So he says, tell me a mice about yourself. An incident, a story, something challenging perhaps. So he chooses the following story. I'll tell you a story. Here's the story. I had, I had two, uh, two containers, two boxes of money. In one I had Marshal Purim. I had money for Purim, for me. But you have Purim, a big Suda, with, with Yayin, with all the Matamim, with all the mitzvahs of Purim. This is after Bayez Shani, so they're celebrating Purim already a few hundred years. One of the mitzvahs of Purim is, of course, Sudas Purim, Mishta, V'Simcha, Chayv, and Ishlipsum. So he had money put away for Purim. Ebchanid ben Tzadion also had money put away for Tzedakah. That he collected, if he was a Gabbai Tzedakah, he collected money, or he had money, he had money for poor people. This is one year, and what happened to me is, Moyes Purim, Moyes Shal Purim, Mishal Fuli B'Moyes Shal By mistake, the money that I had for Purim, in my mind, it got mixed up, I thought it was money for Tzedakah. So what did I do? <laughs> I got confused and I gave all that money away for poor people. What would, what would, what would you expect me to do now? Go to the money for stalker and reimburse myself. I didn't. I didn't. I gave it to poor people. There's a few interpretations how to learn what's shot in the mice. Rashi brings two. Tysus brings one. But it all revolves around this area. I took money that belonged to me. I gave it to the poor people and I didn't reimburse myself. This is the mice. When Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma hears this, if so, may your lot be my lot, may your fate be my fate, may your destiny be my destiny. If this is what happened, it says now everything changes. This is a game changer. Now all I can say is, I wish I was in your place. I wish I had your chalik. I had your girl. Amru, they say, Not many days passed. As we said, the Yosef was ill. Rabbi Yosef passed away. This is a difficult part of the story. All the great men of Rome went to bury him, apparently, 
it was a tremendous respect that they had to Rabbi Yosef ben Kisser. Behispidu hesped gadol. They eulogized him with a great eulogy. on the way back from the funeral, Mitzaul Reb Chanina ben Tadian. They found Reb Chanina ben Tadian. Interesting, Reb Chanina ben Tadian didn't go to the funeral, or he went, but he couldn't deal with all the hespedim. <laughs> or he saw who was masped. Kol Gedayle Raimi. He's like, okay, to push for Reb Yosi. Whatever the case is, stop my own order. They came back. They find Reb Chanina ben Tadian. Show you Yosef Eisek on the way back of the funeral, the G'doyle Raimi, who are very respectful of Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma, see Rabbi Chanina ben Tadi learning, not just himself, he's gathering communities publicly, and the Sefer Torah lay on his bosom, in his pocket, by his, by his chest, by his heart. This is what they see. What happens? They take him, they wrap him up in the Sefer Torah. They surround it with the shoots of a vine. Smoiris are branches, shoots of a vine tree, of a, a grape tree. And they ignite it on fire. Three things, the sefer and the shoots of the vine, they ignite, I mean one thing, they ignite the shoots of the vine on fire. They bring, um, are, uh, called, I think, tufts, tufts of wool, huh? Sponges of wool, pieces of wool. They soak them in water. They place them on the heart of the So his soul should not go out swiftly. They want to torture. His daughter sees this. His daughter says, How can I see you this way? If I was being burnt alone, it would have been excruciatingly difficult for me. Now I'm being burnt with the Sefer The one who will exact and demand the shame to be paid back for the shame of the Sefer he will also demand my shame being destroyed. What do you see? He tells them the famous response, the parchment, gvil is the parchment, gvil and the parchments are being burnt, and the oisies, the letters, are soaring upward. Af'ato, they said, Rebbe, p'sach picha, open your mouth, let the fire go into you and consume you. Amalah, and he said, mutav sheyetlana misha nasna v'ayachabel hu Better that he who gave me my soul should take it away. I don't want to kill myself. Amalah, kal tsetunidi. The executioner says to Rebchanin, Rebbe, calls him Rebbe. If I increase the fire and I remove the tufts of wool, the sponges of wool soaked in water from your heart, will you help me? Will you bring me to the life of Olam Haba? This is the executioner. Amalei Rebchanin says, Hey, yes. He wasn't satisfied. No, a Roman execution. He shavali. He says, swear to me. Nishbala, he swore to him. Miyad he increased the fire. He removed the wool from his heart. The soul of Chinebed Tadin left very swiftly. He passed away. What happened next was Afhu, the executioner, Kafat jumped. He jumped into the fire to join Chinebed Tadin. 
Yotzeh Baskala voice comes out for Amr and says, Reb Chanina ben Tradin v'kal tzutinidi mizumonin en l'chayel ben and the executioner are both prepared to go to the life of Olam Haba, to the life of the world to come. Bachar Rebbe, Rebbe who heard the story, Rebbe Yehuda Hanasi, the editor of the Mishnah who heard the story, started to cry and he said, Somebody who acquires his world in one moment, in Sha'achas, one moment, like this executioner, and there's somebody who acquires his world over many, many years. This is the mice. Now the Gemara goes off to tell another story about the daughter of Reb Chanine ben Tradian, who you all heard of. Her name was Bruria who was the daughter of Chinnah ben Tadin and married the Tana Reb Meir. And that's the continuation of the story about Brunia and Reb Meir. Now, let's see the Maimer inside. You'll see, he quotes Mamash just a few words from the story. If you don't learn the story in Gemara, it's hard to appreciate. After the whole conversation, he says, I wonder if they won't burn you with the Sefer Torah. And he answered him, They will have compassion from heaven. And you're telling me, You may be burnt. Tells him, it is extremely astounding and difficult to understand the question of Reb Chanina ben Will I come to We say Kol Every Jew has a chelik But here we're not talking about a regular person. We're talking about one of the greatest Tanoim Reb Chanina ben Tzadik. And furthermore, Why is he dying? He's dying mamish with mesidus nefesh. Until Kiddush Hashem. He's sacrificing his life for the sanctification of Torah, of Hashem. Shoyamakil kehilis barabba. Rebchanidah ben Tradian didn't do this al he's going to kill himself. He was the one who was dedicated to preserve Torah. He wanted to preserve. The Romans outlawed the practice of Judaism and the study of Judaism. The Gemara tells different stories about Rome. Rebbe Yehuda ben Baba, they found also teaching, and they pierced him, they killed him. Rebchanel ben Tradin is one of the Asara Ruge Malchus. When we read about the ten people who were killed by Rome, the ten Gedali Yisrael, Rebchanel ben Tradin was one of them. Together with Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Shemim ben Gamliel, Rebbe Chutz ben Samatorgim, Rebbe Yehuda ben Baba, Rebbe Laza, and others that we read about on Tisha B'Av in the, in the, in the Kinnis, Aizeh Halavon and Adiri HaToyra Bali Trace and Mishnah of Gemara, and in Kippur Musaf, the Piyot of Ela Esker. Rome systematically eliminated and destroyed the leaders of the Jewish people who would hold up the Jewish spirit and the Jewish faith and Yiddishkeit. Rebchanin ben Shadin obviously is fighting this. And that's why he's not learning on his own. 
that he can do. When he's makil kill his barabim, he wants to make sure that he's preserving Yiddish. Did he really feel, did he really feel he's not going to Elam Haba? A rabbi, a pasha for you, gate in Elam Haba. He says, Ma'ani l'chai Elam Haba. Well, obviously, the Shmarta by the Nafshu Seichim was in a regular time. In a time of Gzeris HaMalchus, he felt. The Gemara says, even Arkas of the Masana. They want you to talk, they want you to change the shoelace. There's an Indian of Mesidus Nefer. He felt that he is for the single individuals who's going to hold up the whole title. They want to destroy everything. Obviously, that's why he did it. He wasn't trying to be over on this. Rabbi Yosef Mekisma argued with him. So there was an argument here. When Rabbi Yosef Mekisma says, you're going to be killed for this. So all he can ask is, a life dedicated to Torah. A life dedicated to mitzvahs. A life dedicated to preserving and spreading and teaching Torah. As one of the greatest tamayim of his time. This is not enough. Not only that. Being killed al Kiddush Hashem for. For Kiddush Hashem for Torah. He still doesn't know. Mani What's pshat? Now comes the second question. So what's Rabbi Yossi's response? What's the shayla? No, he's not so, a good shayla. I don't know. Chanin, it's a good shayla. How are we going to figure this out? Tell me some maisa about yourself. Some maisa. Open your diary. Find a story about yourself. This is going to be with the response of the shayla. What is going to be the proof that he has a Some maisa. And what's the maisa? The maisa is that he gave a few extra shkolem. Or a gurot or Dallas Fitzduck. The fact that a person is being killed, tortured, al Kiddush Hashem, the fact that a person dedicated his whole life to Taylor, the fact that a person dedicated his whole life to inspire the world, to light up the world, to lead the Jewish people, no! Mela, we still not, we still don't know where you're going. The fact that he died for this, no, no I don't know. What happened? Took up a couple of dollars he had in a bowl. He gave it to poor people. Whatever Sunda's portion was worth. I mean, it wasn't $1.6 billion, I assume. Whatever it was. And he gave it away. Ooh, when he heard this, he melted. Now I want to be you, Something very strange, very difficult about the story. The Peshat is, now I have to tell you that this explanation is very, very, it's a heavy explanation. And of course, most people, he's talking about a person like Rebchanid ben Tad and Rebbe ben Kisma, that for, the, for them, Das, Das was not just a part of their life, but it was a critical part of their life. Meaning people who, their, their, their demands of themselves, the way they challenge themselves to reach uh, the ultimate place of truth in their life, the ultimate place of emes, a place of, 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 of emes dekite was obviously very rigorous, and very real, and very authentic. You're talking about G'dayli HaTanoyin, who their entire lives were dedicated to the ultimate pursuit of truth in its deepest and rawest and most powerful way. This is only based on that can you understand the story. Shehoyer Reb Chanin Ibn Chadin Mesupik Ibn was Mesupik about himself. He had, he had doubt about himself. What? He knew that he will not give up learning and teaching Torah for nothing. He will sacrifice his soul for it. But he had a doubt about it. What was the doubt? 
if it's really truthful, meaning, L'shem Shemayim Levad, it's part of his authentic and deepest relationship with Hashem, Af, what the question of Shahayat Tzadik Muflik. He was a tzaddik muflik. Tzaddik muflik means not just a righteous person. Extreme, excessive. A muflik, a tzaddik muflik means an extraordinary holy person. The loymid lishma, the emes. Tzadik wasn't a guy. wasn't a, wasn't a joker. He wasn't a clown. He wasn't a spill, doing performances, theatricals for, for, for publicity, etc. He learned lishma, the emes. He learned tzaddik the emes, lishma. That's his premise. But nonetheless, and here we discover, how deep and profound MS is. And how sometimes a person could look at something at face value, and it seems one way. But for the person who's looking for true Pnimius, for true MS, which as we learned, Das is Pnimius, it's a different picture. It's a different story. And I say this because as we're going to learn his ideas, we have to realize that we're dealing here with, 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 with really, really true people that we could look at and learn from them when it comes to our own lives, in our little playground or sandbox that we play around life with. But you see from here, the contrast of truth to falsehood, the contrast of truth to falsehood is not just truth versus politics, or versus shchitut, corruption, yeah, corruption. Oh, In other words, we look at MS, you have a person who says the truth, you have a person who's full of politics and lies and deception and deceit. That's not the distinction we're making here. For this, you don't need so much das. The distinction here is on a much more pnimiyizdika level, on a much more subtle level. He's questioning himself. He's questioning himself. Yeah, it's all about himself. What's the question? He was completely dedicated to Torah. This is a really righteous person. You're not dealing here with a faker, a camouflage person, a con artist. Even a con artist on a subtle level, a con artist. Sometimes you have a person, they're just, they're, just, they're not really, it's not real MS. But here you're talking about a tzaddik There are people, this is going to be a fascinating analysis about people. Shemitzatkivoy. There's, there's a person, Yesh ben Adam Shemitzatim, it's on his nature. Umizgai, and his chemistry. His mezag means the chemistry. Umidoisov, and his characteristics. Lahamshech, cheshech, utshukas, kolevove, alibut hachachmas. There are people, not many people, but there are people that mitzah their nature and their chemistry. They have an unbelievable cheshech, an unbelievable desire for wisdom. Their curiosity and their inquisitives to know. They just want to know Chachmas. They want to know the wisdom. They want to know how the world works. What's behind everything. Mm-hmm. And there are people, their whole life, their thought, their heart, their mind is dovok. It cleaves to this. This is where they live. 
Best proof is there were philosophers from many ancient nations, meaning Umas who lived long ago. Some of these philosophers, you had them among the Greeks, and some of them among the Romans and other empires, were Sarim Gdailim. They were princesses, they were they were men of aristocracy, men of royalty. They lacked nothing of the delicacies of the world. All the opportunities that were available in terms of material pleasures were available to them. You had them also in different religions. What would they call them? Uh, the Nazirim in Hebrew they call them. Not Nazirim by us. Uh, there's a word for it. Uh, like monks, they would segregate themselves. Huh? Ascetics, ascetics. Monks, ascetics, ascetics. <laughs> Are you always with people? Are you always Voluntarily they did this. Nobody forced them. Are you always They abandoned all material pleasures, living a life of, 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 of hedonism. And they dedicated their life and they immersed themselves with their entire hearts and souls and the chuka, the yearning of their souls to learn chachmas. Whether it was sciences, whether it was philosophy, was there different branches of wisdom that exist in the world? This is what they did. Day and night, they would not, their mind wasn't interested in anything else. They wanted to understand more and go deeper. This wasn't torture. This was the sweetest thing for the soul. This is anigbam. And the soul had so much time, so much pleasure. Like other people, when it comes to material pleasures, they couldn't even understand their language. For some people, having materialistic pleasures was the peak of life. And for these people, the material pleasures didn't speak much to them. They were such, he calls them philosophum. Philosophy, I think in Latin or Greek, is the love of wisdom, right? Philo means love. Philo means love. And Safi, philosophy is the love, the love, that's the word philosophy, it doesn't stop use this word, the word philosophy, philosophers are those who love seichel, they love wisdom. Now we're talking about real philosophers, in other words, this was their passion, this was their life, they weren't interested in anything else. Food didn't speak to them, physical relationships didn't speak to them, mansions didn't speak to them, watching... Uh, Watching human torture and gladiators and, and animal fighting and power and this type, these types of things that speak to so many people, it just did not speak to them. All they were interested in is wisdom, chachmas. They wanted to know. They dedicated their life to astronomy, to geology, to physics, to science, to biology, to mathematics, to algebra, spiritual ideas, philosophical ideas, theological ideas. Some of them tried all of them, but you see it, the Rambam and Mary Nevuchim. Describes the Rambam had some teachers who were Muslim teachers. They were Muslim teachers in the, where he lived in Spain. He describes, huh? Yeah, their dedication to Chachma. Some of them were unbelievable poets, uh, brilliant people in, in, in the mathematics and engineering and architecture or abstract Chachmas, etc. You had some of the great Greek philosophers. There was Aristotle. There was. Uh, Socrates, there was, uh, <coughs> Socrates had a student, Plato played out a student, Aristotle and Socrates, as he will describe in a moment, had to die for his ideas in, in, in the Greek Empire. This had nothing to do with faith, with Amuna. 
Some of them were Gentiles who actually were over the Kechavim. They were idol worshippers. They were pagans. Shein lem shum hechrich ve'emunah sheyigrim lem sibas asatum b'chachmeseyim b'tchuna b'tishboiris or philosophia chachmas achitzayinim tainu b'nifla. Ki yimitzad mezek tiva ma'oi tachniach b'cheshek nifla shenoyla b'teva kazah. There was nothing in terms of emuna, of conviction, of faith, that this is the right way to live. Making a choice that this is how you should live. This is the purpose of your creation. This is the most meaningful thing for your creation. They didn't have that type of hechr, that type of push, that type of emuna. To dedicate their life, he brings an example of tchuna, which is astronomy, that was huge. Tishbaitis, which deals with... Um, Tishbaitis is... Uh, Trigonometry and algebra, mathematics, engineering, or philosophy is philosophy. So you have a three different types of chachmas. One deals with the whole chachm of astronomy, how the solar system and the universe works, in terms of all of the planets, including our planet. Then there is the chachm of mathematics, and then you have philosophy, which is trying to understand the purpose of the world and where the world came from and how it came and why it came and that. Which he calls Chachmas Achitzainim. All of the external Chachmas in the world, they just had a tremendous time It's Pashat, their nature. Their nature was Machi. He said, the person was born like this. Nothing to do with a Munah, nothing to do with something pushing. This is what I'm interested in. This, these, there are such types of people. More fine people. Yeah. You're real intellectuals. It's hard to find them today. <laughs> the moment you have the iPhones, it's already just real intellectual. They're not interested. Central Park Guru. <laughs> Real Bali Seichel. This is their life. This is their passion. This is what they're interested in. This is what they really, really search for. They can go on a mountain and dedicate their life to this or sit in these types of places with people similar minded. This was their entire passion. Now, most people say, oh, who cares? The philosophy, who cares about astronomy? Get me the next iPhone. Just make sure the sushi doesn't have, you know, spicy mayo on it. Fine. But he says you have to recognize there are people really, really by the I mean, you have sometimes today you'll find scientists or physicists, they could sit in a lab for 50 years. There are many. We don't know about them because they're all Exactly. They're not, they're not, they're not on, 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 on Facebook. They're not on Instagram. They're not on the websites. And there's no plaques about them. Chacham Bolier, Sadik Bolier, Makubal Bolier, Zayay Masashem, They're not on the signs. They're not interested in those signs. They don't need those signs. Right? You have, you have such people. There's people, they sit in labs, in science labs, for 40, 50 years till 2 in the morning, trying to figure out stuff. Once in a while, you hear somebody won a Nobel Prize after 60 years of research. But when he went in, he didn't know he's going to win a Nobel Prize. Most of them don't win Nobel Prizes. It's like you have this Muslim, a person who's really, and it's not for Parnassar, it's not for fame. It's almost, the this is this is who I am, I this is my nature. As he says, I was born this, I don't do with a Muna, nothing do with a conviction, with a, this is my passion, this is where I am. Some people, when it comes to sports, right, athletics, this is their passion. This is who they are. It comes musicians. You'll take away a, a piano from Mozart. You'll take away a, a quill from Shakespeare. You'll take away a, a pigment from Rembrandt. This is who they were. This was their passion. Some kids, the music is their world. It's like geniuses, prodigies in their particular field. And it's Yoim Ovalayla. They could do it 20 hours a day. They don't have to eat. They don't have to sleep. They don't have to drink. You have such people. The Baal is describing here prodigies when it comes to Chachmas. This is, or maybe not prodigies necessarily. Maybe not prodigies. Maybe they're not geniuses, but this is their whole passion. 
But now let's talk about other people. There are others who are born with a different chemistry. Person who's not very into, he doesn't crave sciences. He may understand them. It's not like he doesn't understand. Today they call them ADDs, ADHDs. ADHDs, attention deficit, hey donuts. <laughs> he doesn't have the time to think about even even one minute. Just I can understand it. It's not like you have a person who doesn't understand. He would like to. We can. He understands it. All he wants is he wants to binge. Binge with his heart. Uninhibited heart. Just do whatever he could every day. Moral, immoral. This is what his soul looks for. He just wants pleasure, more pleasure, more pleasure. The more pleasure he can have, the more excited he goes and he runs from one pleasure to another pleasure. He's not interested in anything else. The reason is often mitzad hamorus. Mitzad hamorus, morus is the goal. You have somebody what they call a Mara Levena, a vice girl, a white girl. Now let's just going to describe a few individuals sitting in this room. He can't. He would like to. He can't focus his thought on one thing. It's impossible. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. You want to know what I said? <laughs> I just said, hey, donuts, right? Yeah. Akenish, he just can't focus, he can't tune in to much of the His mind just has to race from one thing to another thing, from one interest to another interest. Boscati. Depending on when you're born in the year in the Mazolas? Mistama, everything has to do with Christ. You know. As a science. Astrologers. Don't, don't you think that people are a mixture of these things? No? Father, father, in order to bring out the point, he's speaking in you know, if you t- if you had your coffee in the morning, if you took your vitamins, etc. What does it mean, Mora? Gal? The, the, the gallbladder. The gallbladder. It's scientifically proven like that. That's the stuff to frag in the scientists. But the Rambam and many Svarim, it was accepted that the gall, the gallbladder has a tremendous hashpa on the different characteristics and dispositions of the person. Chemical imbalance. Yeah. What we call today chemical, different chemical compositions and balances or imbalances. So the two, it was known Mara Levena, Mara Shechira, Mara Duma, Mara Yeruka. Mara Shechira means literally black. Mara Levena means white. Mara Duma is red. And Mara Yeruka is like yellow or green, greenish yellow. And these are two nature, two different natures of people. So today you'll say he's a Mara Shechirinik, yeah? Mara Shechirinik means... Marshkin means a black bladder. That's what it means. <laughs> Most people black. don't know that, but it represents something. It's more intro. It's going to describe it. more introspective, more serious, more introverted. Does it mean depressed? It could be depressed. It's it's that it's that natiya. 
he's, he gravitates more towards a life of isolation, seriousness, earnestness, which can lead, of course, to more sadness, more depression. Mario Levoyna is the exact opposite. He's a party animal. Loves people. He's going to describe. It's two different natures. It's not, it's nobody's fault. It's not a judgment. It's really different natures. So you have a person. He can't focus. He can't restrict. Huh? We'll see. We'll see. Again, it doesn't mean some, a person sometimes, you know, the mind is, he pushes the fashtetnish, the seichel is, is, is challenged. No, he's a sikhli. He's very smart. This guy who can't focus, he's very smart. But for Lois by Klal, he has no tainug in, 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 in Hamoka, in staying the course, you know, staying with it. He's just not there. He, he loses interest like this. And I should add, this stuff, Tanya couldn't write because this was, uh, Tovkov Samachtas, 1809, that modern technology Exasperates this. It uh, brings it out. Brings it out in the most extreme and radical way. Amol, all of life, wherever you were, you were. There was nothing else. If you had a chasana, you had a chasana. If you're sitting with somebody, and there was not even travel techniques. If you wanted to travel, all those you had to have a horse or a buggy, or a camel or a donkey, and you had to travel. You had this is before there were even trains. Obviously, before there were cars. Obviously, before there were planes. You had horses. You had your feet, and you had a ship, and you had a boat. So you have to understand that it was very common that a person grew up in a shtetl with his father and his zayda and his elta zayda and his elta, elta, elta zayda, and he remained in that shtetl for 80 years or 70 years or 60 years or 40 years, whatever he lived, and he never left it. Maybe, maybe he went to the next shtetl Perhaps a Kabbalah's punim for somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that, so this is a nature, it doesn't have to do, you could be in one shtetl and not be mitzamtzit. But I'm just saying you have to understand that today's life brings out this in the most incredible way, right? You're sitting at a shear, yeah? You could be emailing, as some of you are doing. <laughs> you could be texting, right? As some of you are doing. You, you could, In other words, you're running a business while you're here, yeah? I went to prison, to Otisville, to visit Rabashkin right, right before he came out. So there was a yid there, not in the prison, but in the camp. And he tells me, by the way, you should check out my website. <laughs> he runs a whole website. I say, from where do you run it? He says, oh, uh, we have a computer room. A whole very successful website. It comes into the sand. So wherever a person is, you could be in one place, and you have a shaykhus with the whole world. So I'm just saying it brings out this nakuda. But by nature, these people, he says, they can be mitzamtzim. Not because they're not sikhlin. They would be able to. They understand deep and well. Ain't like Tainug, I have no interest, no interest. You know, he's in yeshiva, you had in yeshiva, right? Some people who just sit for years and years, they steig away, they sit at every shear, they come, they don't stop, they chazad, they're always pointing, right? When the teacher said the pointing, they always point. And then there's people, so there used to be one remedy for everybody. Uh, was one remedy, but the guy can't, yeah? And it's important to recognize that it has to do, it's not a choice always. It's not, I chose to be that boy. It doesn't speak to me. This is for me torture. You want me to focus? It's, it's, it's torturous. This person is, is a very different type of nature. Now, so he says, this, huh? Now this explains certain people who are very intelligent and cannot hold on to a job. Yeah. Um, yeah, they can't hold on to a job. They can't concentrate. Uh, it's very hard for them to have a consistent conversation. 
Vyesh should now they have the opposite. Vyesh should go over by Mother Schoyer Betuldosa. So he says, this is Mara Levena. Mara Levena is a white Mara. And this person, he just can't be in one place. He's all over the place. Now you have the opposite. A person that the Mara Shechira, the black bladder, prevails in nature. His soul yearns for wisdom, for Chachma, more and more. He could put his mind into a topic and stay there. He doesn't want to leave. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave. You know, you have people, you give them a book. And they could get into bed, especially in this weather. For two weeks, they're under a blanket with a book. They don't want it. You give them another thousand pages, and they want the book to continue. You give another person, you give him a book, yeah? He goes crazy. He goes crazy. It, you have somebody, they just throw, they love it. It's not necessarily always chachma, it could be some entertainment, but the point is, it's different natures. Kol Nothing co- comes close to it. All this is explained. The Rambam has a, 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 a sefer known as the eighth chapters of the Rambam, which was his introduction to Pirkei Avis. And in the eighth chapter, the Rambam explains this. He says, look there. <laughs> because you have this in the whole world, you have Mother Shechayda, Mother Levena. What's the difference of Mother Shechayda, Mother Levena? Mother Shechayda loves wisdom and loves being focused on one thing. And love separating and being isolated. And Mara Levena Fakert. So it's two different types of nature. And in simple English, the Mara Levena is a party animal. He's a social creature. There are people, there's a bar mitzvah tonight, awesome. There's a chasana tonight, they love meeting people. They go to shul, they meet people, they socialize, they make friends with everybody. On the plane, everybody becomes the best friend. Every flight attendant, the, the pilot, the, the captain, the person sitting near them. You ever see? Yeah, you have so many people, they walk down the aisles. Hi, how are you? Where were you born? Yeah, and others are like, oh, imagine you had to do it, you would kill yourself first. To have to go down the plane. How are you? What's bringing you to here? Really? Wow. I have a cousin there that's so nice. And they just, they're, oh, they're unbelievable. It's amazing. Like, they're, they're, there's no social, no social awkwardness, at least not the gully. They're just so comfortable and they love, love people and they go from person to person. They can do it for hours. And other people, they go to a chasana, they meet three people, they come on with a migraine headache, and they retreat right back into their isolation for three weeks and next day in therapy. <laughs> They're analyzing their emotions when they saw this one, and they had an emotion, and it brought back their emotions, their emotion. And this, this, just keep me in my own bedroom, and let me be there, and I'll be a very, very happy person. And once in a while, I'll come out of my hiding place and meet you for six and a half minutes and do well. It's, 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 it's really just a Mara Levena and a Mara Shechaira. Completely different, different natures. And therefore also by the Jewish people, you'll find these different types of people. The only difference is, since as I eat, so his whole life they taught him Gemara, 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 Gemara. But the nature is Mara Shechayda. Because he's in a Yiddish culture, so naturally it's not going Stam to Chachmas. It's focused on what they value in the Jewish world. What they value in the Jewish world is Torah So here you have a person. He's really a Mara Shechayda, Nick. He's pushed by nature. He's a bookworm. He's not social. He's not so into people. He's very into 
amassing and acquiring knowledge. He likes to remain in one place, focus on one thing, and learn and learn and learn what we call steigen. So by the Greeks, they didn't call it steigen. Yeah. But else they call it steigen. He says, and it's gewalt because it's tighter. But the nekuda is, the nekuda is, you're just an antisocial, uh, you're not a social guy. Yeah. What? Not a distraction. distraction. This is just the nature. It's not a distraction. Not drug. You don't have to call it a drug. We have to call it a drug. It could be some people. He's not talking about escaping. We're not talking about this is this nature. So, that's what's the practice? He's a person who sits day and night and will not stop learning. But the Balatanya says, anybody who looks at it will say, it's Sadiq Hadar, unbelievable. But you have to ask a question. This is the question Hanan ibn Shadian asked himself. And this is where Das comes in. And that is, am I really different than the other boy who can't sit still for five minutes? I'm just following my disposition and he's following his disposition. Why am I put on a golden platter? I'm celebrated as the greatest of the great, like creme de la creme, I get the best shidduchim. <laughs> With a house, two houses. Right? Because I'm considered the embodiment of the Jewish people. And this guy is ah, Shegetz, the party animal. Yeah, we're not going to talk about where he was Thursday night for the past 10 years, and Wednesday night, and Tuesday night. Whenever the Rosh Hashiva needed terrorism to be done, he was the guy. I mean, you know, I don't mean terrorism. I mean, you know, the... <laughs> not over huh? The Macher, the Macher. He was the Macher. He was the Macher. What's, what's, what's the difference? The answer is, well, what do you mean? What's the difference? Day and night, I sit and learn. Bartanya says, one second. This person didn't move his needle a little bit, and you also didn't move your needle. A mazel. He had a mazel. Hoydul Hashem Kitaif. You were born with the right nature that in Jewish culture works perfectly. And that is learning, 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 learning. It happens to be that our system is one that values learning tremendously more than any other culture in the world. Huh? Okay, one second. One second. We'll get to that in a moment. Now you have to know the timing of teaching. What do you think? Suddenly it comes to teaching. There's no timing anymore. Present company Always. <laughs> but this is a this is a mighty dick of art. You understand what I'm saying? It happens to be that by us, learning is valued above everything else. And in fact, you have no other culture that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is a mitzvah in and of itself. Not even for practical reasons. It's not like science and physics, you ultimately want to find out the truth of something. Here, learning itself, well, you want to find out the truth of Torah, but you can learn about something that's bechalal, it's never, as the Gemara says, you learn Masechta Yavamas. You learn about Hechitimtsas, if you ever learn Masechta Yavamas. Ask a learned, the relatives, Hechitimtsas. What, 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 but you want to know, what would the Torah say in such a situation? And that itself is a mitzvah. That itself is a mitzvah. So the fact is, this person non-stop learning, non-stop the other person doesn't. He's a maralavena. He looks for every chasana. He looks for every action. Wherever there's action, he's there. 
but sof kal sof, the vart is, I didn't challenge my nature even a bit. And he didn't challenge his nature even a bit. We're basically the same people. It's just nesmazel mazoli, and I, this works for me. I'm a bookworm. I love books. I love svarim. I love to read. I'm interested. I don't have any other yetz. Thus is my yetzahara. A mazel, my yetzahara, is a good thing. So it's not a yetzahara, really. He's not criticizing this. He's not saying a person who's a mother should, uh, should, 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 uh, but, 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 but it's, this is where da, this is where das comes in. What will happen if he works on himself? Ah? No, I'm talking about what should work? Oh, so this is the was challenging of Khalid ibn Yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is the conversation happening. It's a very deep conversation. Not stop telling him, uh, you're not getting Olam Haba, you gave, you gave a couple of dollars. It's a conversation. If you know what Olam Haba means, what Olam Haba means. That also has to be explained. We type Olam Haba always. It's hard. Brownie points. You do this, so when you're a child, I'll give you Lego game or a puzzle. When you're 10 years old, I'll give you ice cream, double, triple scoop with black sprinkles on the list. When you're 15, I'll buy you a gadget. When you're 20, 25, I'm not going to describe. Right? When you're 35, 40, whatever. Whatever the, the thing is. And when you're, uh, when you're more spiritual, you'll understand Elam Haba. We understand the Elam Haba is also, there's a Amkus to Elam Haba. It's not just a Schai. You did this, you get this. Elamai, it's not brownies or cotton candy or a Lego or money or a new car or a new watch or a new phone or a new computer or a new house or a mansion or a yacht or a private jet. But it's the ultimate yacht. It's the ultimate private jet. So then there's no Shailamani Lechai Elam You did, you, you have a checklist. If Chalim Zadan had a checklist, the best checklist in the world. If Elam Abba is a checklist, boom, 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 boom. Taita, 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 What else do you want? The best checklist goes straight to Elam Abba. Then there's no Shailamani Lechai Elam And then you give a couple of dollars for Purim, so suddenly you're getting Elam Abba. Would you have a new checklist? So the Havana is going to explore the Hamshach Elam Abba. You have to understand also what Elam Abba is. What Elam Abba means. When we touch Elam Abba, it's not just a location. You're going to be in Six Flags, Elam Abba. <laughs> For the Mara Levena, that's what it is. Roller coasters non-stop. 24 hours a day, and each day roller coasters get updated. For the Mara Shechaira, yeah, there was a Yid, a fine Yid. His name was Ebelio Quint. He wrote a safe on the Rambam. So uh, he was an interesting, he was a Litvish Yid, a big Talmud Chacham. Uh, and he was a secretary by the Lubavitcher Rebbe. I think the bookkeeper, right? He was a Litvish Yid. He would come in every day. And, uh, to 7-7, he worked for the Rebbe as an accountant, a bookie, but he was one of his secretaries. Mm-hmm. So he wrote a safe on the Rambam. And, uh, Rabbi Quint, Rabbi Elio Quint. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in his Akdama, he writes, Induction, he writes, he was a Talmud Chacham, was very into learning. So he writes in the Akdama that he imagines what, what a type of Elam Haba he wants. Okay? Works for this weather. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what type of Elam Abba? Mavta Chlein and Nigloich. So, uh, he says that, uh, he says that, uh, Ebel Yochvin says he wants, this is what Elam Abba. All he wants is, he should be given a room, okay, outside with windows, outside should be a snow, okay. <laughs> But a real snow, as well, completely <laughs> badecked and freezing. 
freezing. Yeah. Inside the room, a stender, a Vilna Shas, a Gemara, a thermos, a thermos for hot cup of tea. Good. He doesn't say that. No, he wasn't in Tailam Hazza. He wasn't in Tailam Hazza. He describes. They say the Balshemtov once said that uh, there's an Olam Hazza of the Balagola. What's Olam Hazza of the Balagola? Balagola is always on the road, yeah? A coachman. He's always on the road. Balagola. What's his Olam Hazza? His Olam Hazza is. Two horses, gesund and stark, a wagon that's sturdy and firm with good wheels, and it's on a paved road, which I understand in Ukraine, even today you can't find a paved road. <laughs> Certainly not in the 1700s when the Balshamtev lived in Mezhebush. Even in Mezhebush today you're not going to find an easily paved road. And it should go, and he says, and he shouldn't see an end. The road shouldn't have an end. It should be so smooth and so straight. What's a taxi driver's Elam Haba? No traffic. <laughs> From Muncie to Borough Park, it says 36 miles. It should take 36 minutes. From Muncie to Borough Park, 36 minutes. No traffic, no lights. Like a guy told me why he joined Hot Solid, he should be able to take red lights. <laughs> you understand? Every person, Elam Haber, is a reflection of what Shlemus is. So you have to understand when you say the real Elam, what is this Elam Haber? But Mela, as we can understand this, we can start understanding of Hanina ben Tradian's perspective and what he was struggling with, which all has to do with Das. Okay, as we will continue, Bezer Hashem. The next year will be Tuesday. I'm away Sunday in Los Angeles. Where did you find more square in this, in, you know, that term in this context? It's not how we use it normally. So no, we did the same thing. You'll soon see. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna, he's gonna discuss right now, you know, what kind of a work can a, can a Mura Lavina do? This is what he likes. You should start hating to learn. You should start hating to learn. This is what he likes. Who? Marshaira? We're not, we're yeah. not quitters, he's not quitters. No, I'm saying, what kind of work nature. can he do? To, he's gonna discuss. So all this comes well, why, why This, the more das, the more a person doesn't take anything at face value, only. You don't only see things bechitsainis, you see the pnimius of it. What if one's parents, one's a, one's a, one like this, one like that, can have both natures inside of them? Very good. Of course, you can have a combination. You can have a combination. So, so at, the, at, the, at different times, one, one can be standing over the other. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.